Hey, welcome to episode 8 of this podcast. Today I'm talking to you about how to control your thoughts. We all have those unwanted thoughts that just, ah, they just make us feel awful. Or those thoughts of desires that we're trying to push away because we're trying to focus on our work. You know, very distracting. So whichever way, for whatever reason, you're trying to get rid of those thoughts or control those thoughts, whether you're going through a tough time, you're going to want to listen to this episode. So welcome to Stillness in the Storms. I'm Stephen Webb and I'm your host. And I give you, I help you to have a little bit of inner peace when you have it least and you need it most. And one of those times when you could do the inner peace is when your thoughts are just overpowering. And you have too many of them and they're constant. And I remember when I hit my rock bottom at 40 years old. Really tough time. I ended up one day, I text who I was seeing at a time and I said, why didn't you reply to me like you used to? And she replied straight away saying, I don't know what I want anymore. Well, I knew what that was immediately. You know, I'd... I'd been finished with enough times in my life by this age that I knew at that point it was over. I didn't want it to be over. I, we spoke to each other shortly after. She said she would pick up her things by the end of the day. And that was it. And for the first 10 days or so, I felt nothing. It was like every, my, all my feelings had left my body. And I was just like a zombie. I would get out of bed. My carers would come in and how's your day and how's it going? I'll be like, I'm okay. But there was nothing left. I was like, it's like as if my whole personality, my whole identity had just vanished. I had no, I had no drive to do anything with my life at that point. And then after about 10 days, things started to come back. and. My mind would not shut up. My mind had all the questions. Who were they seeing? What are they doing? Why did they do it? How dare they do it to me? I bought them an Indian one day. I was the best boyfriend in the world. I was perfect. How can they do it? How can they be so mean? They must be seeing someone. It must have been their friends talking to them. You know, oh, the constant thoughts were just, they were painful. And they weren't just, questions they were they were just thoughts of what they what she was getting up to what she was doing and everything like that and I was making up all these stories in my mind so it wasn't just the question and then stop it was the question and then I would answer the question in my mind and then I would have more questions oh it was just too much I would have a whole story of that they were seeing somebody that they they were really happy. They were doing all the things that we wanted to do together. And for weeks, I just wanted to get a good night's sleep. I wanted to control my thoughts and just, I wanted a little bit of peace. I no longer wanted to think about them constantly. And not only that, when things like that go wrong, other things go wrong in your life. So it spirals. So the thoughts just build up until you almost feel like there's not a gap between your thoughts at all. Um, and I can't remember what university it was, but they come up with that we do between 
40 and 50 thoughts per minute. That's a lot of thinking. That's like 40, 50,000 thoughts a day. It's like crazy. Any wonder we just want that little bit of peace and quiet. Sound good? Just, just a few minutes, please. But I had to find a way to silence those thoughts at that time. And I found a way through alcohol and sleep. At first, I was drinking just like a little bit of Southern Comfort just to go sleep. And now I would sleep for a couple of hours and the thoughts would come back. And of course, because I'm paralyzed, I can't move. So I cannot go to the drinks cabinet and get it myself. I was having to ask carers, which was a real blessing at the time because when I was asking them for then two drinks, then three drinks, and I wasn't really sharing with them why I was drinking. And I wasn't really a drinker. I was a social drinker and I would get drunk only when um, I would go out with my friends or things like that. But over these two or three weeks, I started to drink more and more just to be able to go sleep. Unfortunately, it was having the opposite effect because waking up in the middle of the night, I couldn't call a carer down and go, oh, can you pull me up another drink, please? They would see there was a problem and I'm sure they could see there was a problem anyway, but I thought I was hiding it well. Well, after about two weeks, I, two, three weeks, I said, you know, enough's enough. I've got to do something about this. So I started reading a book, which was quite unusual for me because I'd never read books in my life. I thought I was, I was diagnosed with dyslexia when I was about six or seven and I just give up reading. I just blagged my way through school. I would talk to my friends in the queue about the book we were supposed to read the night before. What did you think of the book? What did you think of the ending and all that? And they would give me enough that I could just blag it through the lesson. And it wasn't the fact that I couldn't read. I could read headlines and I could read the odd line. But I, I really couldn't read a page and then know what the page said. So I started reading books. And I, the first book I read was As a Man Thinketh. It was free on my iPad. And what a gift that was. But it was 40 pages and it took me like two months. And what I was doing is I was pushing away my thoughts by focusing so much on the book that while I was really concentrating on what the book was saying, I couldn't have another thought because you cannot have two thoughts at once. You know, you try it. You try desiring one thing and hating something else. You know, pick a food you don't like and pick something you really desire. Unless you're putting them on the plate together. But even then, you cannot focus on tasting them both. It's either one or the other. So you cannot have a positive and a negative thought. So I was pushing out the other thoughts. Unfortunately, the other thoughts build up and build up like a balloon. They're building up, building up until they burst and go everywhere. But I didn't know that at the time. I just, it just happens. And I was like, then overwhelmed. And the other time that I did that with my thoughts was just after I broke my neck and after a couple of weeks of intensive care, when really it was just a fight for survival, every moment was a breath, every like day was just to get through. Then when I come out of the real danger zone, I spent nearly 12 months in a hospital with six months of it on bed rest 
And the first six months, I had a tracheotomy in my throat, so I couldn't really talk. So during that time, I was really kind of locked in, really, with my thoughts. And having just been paralyzed, severely paralyzed, and the chances are you're going to be like it for the rest of your life, at just turned 19, it really was a difficult time for what's going to happen. What's my life going to be like? So I avoided those thoughts. I avoided the negative side. I would get my friends that used to come and spend some time there. I would get them to plug in the Sega Mega Drive and I would get them to play the game and we'd watch TV and I'd do a lot of music. So I would really focus on just entertaining myself in bed. I I watched so many episodes of, because at that time we only had so many channels as well. We did not have a sky, so it was like a little portable TV. And we had the mirror above my bed so I could look in the mirror to watch the TV. And that's basically what I did. I just kept myself very busy avoiding them. Unfortunately, like my first story about my rock bottom, avoiding them is not the answer because they blow up like a balloon and they overwhelm us and they they just take us down until we just until we end up on the kitchen floor with our head between our knees crying with can't deal with these thoughts anymore just someone silence these thoughts so how do we control our thoughts how do we silence these thoughts well you can't silence the thoughts um, silencing the thoughts would be like asking your heart not to beat. Your mind and your brain is designed to think. It's, it's evolved to make up stories in order to prevent you from injury or death. It's for survival, this memory of where you've been. We've survived so long because we remember what end of the forest not to go into. Or we remember what animals hurt us and what don't. And that's where the story's evolved into something more than what it used to be. And now we have so much to think about. And in this day and age with mobiles, the internet, notifications, it's just absolutely endless with all the attention that we've been asked to focus. You know, you literally cannot go through a day without all of these things taking your concentration, taken away from what you should be doing. You know, to put the phone on to silent and to just take some time out and read a book is like, oh, wow. But it's wow because it's so unusual nowadays. We sit down to meditate. What happens when you sit down to meditate? Your brain goes into overtime, thinking constantly. So we give up after 30 seconds and think, I can't meditate. That's it. There's no way I can do it. My brain thinks more. Well, it doesn't. It's just we become aware of it. Your brain is thinking constantly. So even when you're driving the car, your mind's thinking. It has to do all these different things. Um, you might feel at ease if you're driving the car and you've got some tunes going and you've got the window down and you're beating your head to the tunes you might think you're having peace of mind you're very quiet well the reality is that you're that focus 
and you're concentrating on the driving of the car your subconscious mind is doing and your conscious mind is listening to the music and recreating the wonderful sounds that are coming out of the speakers in my case it's not quite recreating those sounds but it's good enough for me <laughs> i enjoy it <laughs> but yeah so how do we in quotes control our thoughts well we can't so what do we do instead well we end up the only way we can really do anything about them is to be able to allow them to come and go and not to follow them now then hear me out on this one your thoughts are going to come anyway if i asked you now to think of your next thought Try it now. Think of your next thought. What is it going to be? Well, you can't. You don't know what your next thought's going to be. Even if you try to influence it, you don't know. So, your thoughts are going to arise anyway. The best thing you can do is to become friends with your subconscious mind and guide it to the kind of thoughts that you want. So what you're doing is you're training your subconscious mind by telling it every time it has a thought to put it into a, yeah, that's a good thought or that's a thought that I less desire. The problem is every time a thought comes up, the one that you give most weight to or most emotion to, your subconscious mind thinks it's the thought that you want more of. So if you're thinking of more debt or you're thinking of your ex or you're thinking of a desire for a person you suddenly met and you really really want that person and the more that comes up and the more feeling you put behind it the subconscious mind goes oh i got this right and it keeps bombarding you with it you ever had something on your mind you just cannot get away from and it just keeps coming up coming up it's like the a color like i've just ordered a new van and I didn't know the titanium black existed until I ordered the titanium black. And now suddenly I see that color everywhere. Well, they were everywhere before, but my subconscious mind did not know it was important to me. Now it knows it's important. It sees it literally everywhere. Um, same as a top you go and buy. You buy a jumper and you think, that's unusual. Never seen that before. And then within days, you notice everybody that's wearing it. And it's what your subconscious mind does. It gives you the thoughts that it thinks you want to know. So if you, you say, well, I tend to think negatively. Well, that's what you've trained your mind to think. That's what you train your mind to bring you. Very similar in a way that if you've got kids and you tell them you like a certain color sweet, Every time they get a green sweet, if that's your favorite, they will bring you that. But at first, they bring you all different types of colors. You know, green wine gums was my favorite as a child or even as an adult now. And whenever anybody has got a pack of sweets, if they know me, they'll remember that and go, oh, do you want the green ones? Well, the subconscious mind is exactly the same thing. So what do we do about it and how do we do something about it? Well. Every time a thought comes up, be prepared to just allow that thought to go like a cloud. Let it appear and let it go away. And this is what we use meditation for. Meditation is not about no thoughts. 
It's about enjoying the gap between the thoughts. But when a thought arises, don't put any weight onto it. Just allow it to come and go. And what you're doing is you're training yourself. You're training your mind and you're training your reactions. You're training your response to be, well, that's a trigger. That's a thought. I don't have to go with it. So you can be in situations like my rock bottom and go, that's an interesting thought or that's a weird thought. And you end up playing with the thoughts instead of giving them a lot of weight. And when you play with the thoughts, you can then choose which thoughts to play with and continue. And that's the way we have control over them. You cannot control what thought comes up next, but you can influence your brain onto which ones that it wants to bring attention to. Just like the color top or the color car or the type of music. You know, you could be in a crowded area and loads and loads of names are said. But it isn't until someone says a name of maybe an ex or your current girlfriend or someone you like or someone you really dislike or your own. You hear your own name miles away in the middle of a conversation. Perhaps not miles, but theoretically, <laughs> 10 feet or so. So that's what it is. It's, you're helping your subconscious mind. You're guiding your subconscious mind and you're training it to what you're thinking. I promise you a couple of ways in which you can help to silence your thoughts or control your thoughts. And one way in which we can do that is we can sit down, just a moment, take a deep breath, and give our thoughts attention. When we give our thoughts attention, they tend to scatter as if they got stage fright. And this is how you can do that. If you just sit back, take a, take a deep breath, and just go, okay, I'm ready for my thoughts. Let me have them. And we just sit and wait for the thoughts to occur. So do that now. Just go, okay, I'm ready for my thoughts. Let me have them and then wait. You'll have at least two or three seconds where you have no thoughts at all, just awareness of waiting. You're waiting. That's it. And the other thing we can do is we can do like a little short meditation. So what we can do is we can sit down and we take like four or five deep breaths. So breathe in and then we breathe out and go one. And we do that four or five times. And then what you can do is you can say to yourself, I have thoughts, but I am not those thoughts. I have feelings, but I am not those feelings. I have sensations, but I am not those sensations. I have thoughts, but I am not those thoughts. And when you do that, you just disconnect from the thoughts that little bit. And that will just help you to take control of them a little more. Or at least to stop the identifying with them. Because we often find thoughts are our own thoughts. So how can we stop them? It'd be like us trying to not be a human. It's nearly impossible. So yeah, that's a couple of ways in which we can help to stop our thoughts. On my website, I've got some guided meditations that you can download totally free that will help you to have this inner peace.
I cannot guarantee silencing of the thoughts because you don't want to do that. But you want to have some kind of control over them. And I want to give you the ability and knowledge that you do have control over your thoughts and what thoughts come up next. So on stephenweb.com, download the guided meditations. Thank you. Have a great evening, morning, or whatever you're doing today. Have a great week, and I will see you next Monday for my newest podcast, Stillness in the Storms of Life. Take care. Namaste.